about your kind. You're like the independent network news on channel nine. Everywhere that you go, no matter where you are at, I said you talk about this and you talk about that. When the captain All right, welcome to Levine Intervention answering questions that you are too afraid to ask anyone else. This is Abby, and we're broadcasting live at kpiss.fm, and we are covering the topic of oversharing this evening, thus our intro song. Welcome, welcome. We're getting started a little tiny bit late tonight. I want to uh, welcome my guest, Victoria. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Awesome. Thanks for coming. I'm going to get a little bit situated, and we can open that door if we need to, because I had to turn the AC off, Okay. because my engineer hates the AC on in the background. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you're too hot, let me know. Okay. Um, but in case you haven't joined, joined me before, um, I offer uh, advice and humor and perspective on different types of topics. Um, and um, people write in, and we get one question, and we you know, interview you and um, find some ways to get you some answers. And hopefully these are always relatable topics that people can tune into. And, and in doing the marketing, I, I got a lot of feedback already that this was a great topic. So oh, great. thank you for coming in and joining me. And I like to always read a couple of facts uh, about our topic because, you know, we're not just making educated guesses here. But your topic was really interesting, Victoria, because... It didn't really fall into any category for for us, me and my production team. So we weren't sure like where what the umbrella was to put this under. Oh. It was really interesting. So we we landed on communication. <laughs> Just broad like college. Well, because I'm I'm always interested in yeah. in like men and women. Yes. Right? Because I think that your topic is sort of a female issue-ish. A bit more. When I coach men and women, it used to be the women that tend to over-explain a lot. Right. Yeah. Right. It tends to be over-explaining for women. So what I wanted to do was also uh, just do a quote um, from study.com, um, which we found. And it's called The Social Learning Theory. And it says that basically women are taught to be nurturing and to work to make people like them. Mm-hmm. And to be self-effacing, um, effacing, self-effacing. And on the other hand, men are taught to be assertive and competitive. So I guess how that breaks down is that they are just getting right to the point where we're sugarcoating it. Yeah, that's definitely the case. Right. And yeah. I love this topic because you are a woman in charge, but you're still having this sort of thing going on as a question for you. Absolutely. Right? Okay, cool. All right, so that was my th- my facts and figures for the show. Um, um, the show is called... What did I take? Oh, my God, I'm sorry. I just lost my frame of mind. It's hot in here, isn't it? It is very hot in here. All right, I'm going to have to turn the AC on. The, the yeah. door's not going to help at all today. No, that's not, that's not, that is not going to happen. Oh, we are resisting the overshare. So today's, uh, today's topic is resisting the overshare. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Miss Victoria. Which is the total contradiction in the, the topic. Um, a little bit about myself. Well, <laughs> I have been in marketing and advertising for over 18 years. Uh, started off as an administrative assistant, worked my way up. I'm actually now physically on Madison Avenue. Um, even though I wasn't part of that generation, um, we do joke around that I'm a, a mad woman. Ah. Yeah, so, you know, um, you steal, marketing's about stealing other people's ideas. <laughs> <laughs> 
so. Is that the problem? Oh, that yeah. makes so much sense. Oh, Television's yeah. like that too, by oh, the totally. way. We just recycle ideas. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. everyone always says, oh my God, I just had the best idea, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, like just like that whole Ocean's uh, 11 that's being done yeah. now with women and everyone's up in arms about it, whatever. Like, yeah. But that's, no, they say that there's really no original ideas, but how you approach them can be original. Um, okay. And um, anyway, been doing so that. you just steal people's ideas for a living? And then pretend they're mine. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Good. Well, we're already alike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but um, I've been, as I said, in marketing and advertising for a while. About four or five years ago, just started kind of seeing a real roller coaster in my life. Okay. And had hit a point in my career where um, it just, what I was doing wasn't working anymore. And it hit a place where I was working with a boss that wasn't as supportive of a lot of the bosses that I had and started really doubting myself. So mm-hmm. um, in that moment, I actually hired my own executive coach on my own okay. um, and decided like this, let's really get a perspective on this. And the funny thing is when she came in, her big aha for me was actually, you're not wrong. This place wow. is the problem. And I thought, well, that's so fascinating because I'm always blaming myself. And she said, wow, you know, Victoria, do you really think anyone could have solve the issue you're facing wow and i stopped for a second that's like, a great coach oh totally she's wow. fantastic um and i'm like how long did it take her to get to that point i'm just curious um so it was about we, we did a nine um session series and um picked out what the goal was and it was also around evaluation time so she, i had her come in and meet with my colleagues my boss i'm like i have nothing wow to hide here wow. i, I want to get better Good for you yeah so it was very transparent which is a theme that's really important to me and then um yeah, I, I, I had to stop myself. I'm like, actually, no, I don't think anyone could solve this. So why am I so hard on myself? Good for you. And that started me down a path of um, really looking, going to NYU, taking classes, got my coaching um, certificate. So I'm like, I, I realized there's a pattern in my career. Where and you kept your job? I kept my job. You kept your job it. and you, it was the same job? Um, I stayed there actually for another year. Uh-huh. Um, it's, it's a very interesting story, but... Um, worked on everything um, and um, then just decided, you know, I'm kind of I'm done. And when I left, um, the CMO of the company that I was working with at that point called and said, like, this is a real loss, which was just Aww. a really amazing experience. And then I, I moved on to other um, other endeavors. Okay. Yeah. Good for you for sticking it out for so long. That's yeah. amazing. Well, I really kind of think of everything as an opportunity to learn something. Totally. Even though it's painful. Um and it just, I, I look back at that experience and it's truly what's driven me into being a career strategist and coach and building that um, on, on the side. So. Okay, so tell us what, what that is. So what I've noticed in my um, career within management too, because you start taking on people and you've got to motivate them. And I've shared this with people that when I started in the industry, you were just told to do your job and you did your job. Mm-hmm. You really didn't question it. Now you have to, <laughs> you're told to do your job. You tell someone to do their job. you got to convince them it's to do their so job. It's so true. <laughs> and then oh they can still decide not to Lordy. do it. It's yeah, so true. It's crazy. I had a 28-year-old lead editor in my last show, and every single thing yeah. that she wanted to do, she, she I, I'm like, I was exhausted convincing her to do her job. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah, that's funny. And it's on a mass, Kids. mass level. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> So. <laughs> we love you all. Yeah, exactly. It's, and it, it truly is a millennial generation it coming is. in. And, and everyone's very smart, actually. And truly. yeah, it's true. And what I've loved about what them coming in, because they're like, I'm not going to do that. I'm like, well, really? But you're paid to do that. 
<laughs> and then I'm like, wait a minute, why am I doing this? This is getting to the topic of the show, isn't You're it? Like oversharing. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so 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 you um, are now a coach. Yes. T- plug your plug what you do. Okay. So I'm a career um, strategist and coach where my real work lies and where I see um, helping the most and working with people is when they're, they're stuck in their career, like where I was. Okay. So I know I, I don't know which way to go. So let's, you know, decision tree that pick out all the different options. You could do status quo, which is do nothing. You can do bring in a coach yourself to help you get to the next level. And what I found is, um, with that change, some of it is just something you need to change within the environment you're in. So uh-huh. at, when I had reached that point in that one job, what I needed was more self-confidence. And that kept me there another year and not Not having myself. the self-confidence. Exactly, yeah. Okay. So, and I was like, okay, now. But Sorry, the, to do what? To do. To, what was the lack of self-confidence holding you back from quitting? No, no, no. Actually, when I had the confidence, I didn't care so much. So that's why I stayed another year. Okay. Because oh, I could okay. focus on the bigger picture than okay. like, oh my gosh, what, how is this affecting me? Okay. So sometimes it's staying in the st- like staying where you're at. Some people are actually want to have the permission or confidence to start a new job or and or start their own company. Okay. So it's really exploring like where do you want to go? Where do your passions lie? And then how do we action plan that? Because when I started looking at a lot of the person, well, you must have a lot of clients. I do have a lot of clients. Yeah. Starting to really build. Yeah. Um, I have to play, and you would know Barbara Stanny. Yeah, um, she, of course. Yeah, she, she's an amazing money. Yeah coach and she teaches mostly women mostly women mostly women how to manage their money and how to take a bridge job which gets you from a certain place to a certain place and so now how long have you owned your business is called loam life Life, yes loamlife.com yeah and the evolution of that just you know loam life started off as an acronym for lipstick on a man so i'm like i felt like they were pushing me through corporate america going like just be a man and put some lipstick on it. Oh, wow. And for me, that was very jarring. I'm like, I'm just who I am. And actually now being sensitive and having a high EQ is really beneficial because you do have to motivate people to do yeah. their jobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And make it their idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much babysitting that goes on in management, isn't oh, there? Completely. It's like, it's amazing. One of my old friends that I work in television with said, you know, I quit kindergarten to work in television and it's just like the exact same thing. Exactly. But they're not as rational. That's true. And they won't take a nap. (laughs) And they're angry. They being all of you. Yeah. Um, Okay. So tell me what your question is in your words and what you're looking for here. Well, you know, with what I do in my strategy and coaching, like it's a lot of helping people script where they're going to go. And um, it's being very precise. But when it comes to me, sometimes I tend to really overshare the story. Like, for example, something simple, I need to take some time off. Men will tend to just say, I need to take some time off. And okay, women will be like, I need to take some time off because my son, you know, and so I've started to see some patterns of over explaining versus like, these are my boundaries. And this is personally um, and professionally, both, both. And and because personal and professional have really blurred mm-hmm, in the world mm-hmm. you know you do need to try to set those boundaries so mm-hmm. that's a lot of like oversharing in fact i actually have this card that i hold up some to myself sometimes <laughs> it says stop talking and you're gonna love this my ex-husband <laughs> gave me that 
Isn't that why he's your ex? No, no, no. He's very, very supportive. But he was like, he's been handing them out in meetings going, just stop talking. You're done That's now. one way to do it. Yeah, exactly. Well, is that because people don't want to listen? I mean, that's like another show. But yeah. it's also because sometimes people don't want to listen. But back to our earlier point, you have to know your audience, right? Right. And you have to know how to motivate people to do what you want them to do for you in personal and business. Right. So and, and in that point of oversharing, why do we feel, especially as women, the need to explain so much and almost apologize for what the things that we want and need? So you feel like you owe it to the other person to to expand on what you're telling them? Yes. And also what I think is sometimes feeling the need of like, well, I can't just ask for what I want. I have right. to give a reason for it. Right. right. The it's not desire. just enough that I desire it. Yeah. 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 It's the desire. Yeah. yeah. And, and so how are you at receiving? I'm getting better at receiving. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, have been turning a lot more over to people to help me. In fact, I finally hired a VA um, and, and a digital assistant, a digital strategist, excuse me, to help me with my coaching business so I could continue moving on. Okay. But it was really hard to pass on and just receive that, even though I am paying them, like receiving that I can turn that over, turn that over, and uh, you have to remember to keep talking to the microphone, <laughs> even though it's this big red thing in front of my it's face. It's a huge red yeah, thing, I know. Yeah. I know. Um, that I have to um, just receive that, that I need help um, and then take it and, and ask for what I need and want. Right, because it's kind of tied into the topic, right? Like the overshare is ultimately about thinking that you need to convince the person that you should get what you're asking for. Yeah, like somehow I deserve it instead of like it's a con. Sometimes it's just, as you were saying, it's just a contract. I hired you. Well, in that case, Yeah. 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 In that case, yeah. I know. I sometimes find myself... I take really good care of people that work for me. Mm. And sometimes I, I think that's not my job like when I have a I don't have a huge staff right now but there's mm-hmm. been times when I've had staffs of 10 15 people yeah. and one of my editors in the last show was like stop bringing us food like stop spending your money <laughs> on food you don't need to do that and I'm, I but I like it yeah so this is the other part of my question right yeah. because you you've been on Madison Avenue right so you have obviously learned how to be what I would consider masculine yes to run I mean, you put even incorporated it into your new business. So you have that down somehow, Mm -hmm. right? That you, somebody promoted you and said, you know, she's highly capable of running this thing. Yes. Um, So how do you get there if you're over explaining? I think it's more on a personal level. Okay. Um, But even in work, I mean, working with that executive coach, you know, I don't, need to blame myself or over explain I'll take responsibility that's a really interesting way to kind of narrow in I would take on other people's responsibilities and overshare like I take responsibility for that when no one else was taking responsibility right and it wasn't even my responsibility to make it go away to make it go away to fix it I've often said everyone get behind me I'm going in Like, I'm going to fix this. Right. So there's probably also not even just, like, the same shades of not just even oversharing, but overdoing. Mm. And um, Mm. really needed to find, I think it just comes down to um, boundaries. Right? And allowing, it's Uh, also a surrender. Yeah. So, yes, I'm still working on that. (laughs) (laughs) 
cool. No, that's good to know, yeah. like, the problem. Yeah. You know, because um, we, you're used to fixing everything, right? Right. That's, Absolutely. That's that my, that's was paid your role. For. Yeah, yeah. That's what you get paid for. Yeah. And then, of course, that, that goes into your personal life. Right. Right. And your mom. Yeah. To a beautiful son. Yes. And um, awesome. for him, you have to take care of a lot of things. Right. So we want to sort of separate these other parts for you mm-hmm. that you're, so are you doing this with men, with your friends, with, you know, people in your building? Like what's, what's something that we can concentrate on? Um, the overshare, I still say it's with, um, I still say it's at, at work. Like, okay. you know, um, and even, you know, what parts of my life, how, when you're starting to blur personal and professional, yeah. how do you make sure that you keep those what's the blur for you for me you know i'll be working weekends oh i see i'll be working evenings um and um just you know giving myself permission to be like actually no now it's after seven o'clock that's a reasonable time to be like i'm not available oh i see okay so because you're building your business a client wants to meet with you at seven and you're like i can't i have to put my son to bed and feed him and then i'm gonna you know take a bath yeah or whatever but really you just say i'm not not so you don't say i'm not available then so okay yeah this is so good i love this topic (laughs) I'm I I this is a, this this help me Abby. this comes down to well I'm gonna try to do a Levine intervention on Yay. you. Um, what happens if you say I'm not available at seven? Like as a research, have you have you tried that? Um, I have started to do that a bit more. Um, so, um, but I still feel that guilt, like of, yeah, of um, well, one could I be missing a client? What if they don't? You know, a lot of like story in my head of, well, will they rebook? Right. Um, and, and, and also thinking, well, just because I'm only really available on the evenings and the weekends, these, these people are, want more access. Cause you're doing the coaching only in the evenings and weekends yes. and you're still full timing. Yes, I am. Okay. Got yes, it. Okay. Supporting it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So you, so there's a lack of time there for you. Completely. So you're trying to squeeze this in yeah. for you. It's to squeeze in cause you're getting busy. Yes, exactly. But you also are trying to not be available at seven sometimes. Yeah. Especially when I have my son, I'm very, right. yeah, I've been more focused on, on making sure that I'm with him and try not to book things. Okay. Well, I have an example for you. Have okay. you ever, um, have you ever gone spinning in the city? No. Do you know soul cycle? Yeah. Okay. Soul cycle is a huge brand. Um, and I don't personally happen to like their classes. It's right. not just because I teach somewhere else. I actually didn't, I stopped going there a, lo- a while ago because I don't like their classes. Mm-hmm. However, what they do to build their clientele is at noon on Sunday, mm-hmm. they release their classes and hmm. they all fill up. Hmm. Okay. So mm-hmm. you can't get in unless you are at a computer oh. at noon on Sunday. <laughs> they have trained. That's great thousands of people to be available when they say you can book a bike. Otherwise you pay some huge fee to belong. That's so smart. To be able to have access anytime you want Uh to a bike or Uh something like that. I'm not sure what the rule is now, but, um, so it's about access. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So 
and you can still get in. Yeah. So there's a wait list, right? right? So you can still sign on to the wait list and then they'll call you if you if you get in or some people go to the studios dressed in their spinning outfits hoping at 7 a.m. hoping that somebody doesn't show up. <laughs> this is all because SoulCycle said no. You can't yeah. Yeah. book any other time but noon on Sunday. It's this huge boundary. And and they're, all the seats are filled up. I mean, sometimes I would say, you know, the good, the good teachers yeah. sell out really quickly. Yeah. But then the rest of them, you know, there's a couple bikes available. But, but as a rule, mm-hmm. they're, they're booked. And the theory behind that is... If you're good, so I'm just gonna assume you're good. I'm great. I'm sure you are. I get it. Your energy is amazing. Oh, so that's thank good. You. Yeah, thank so you. So you and and obviously you're a proven success. Yes. And so, do people know that you're good? Um, how do you mean? Do you feel? Do your clients? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. I get a lot of a lot of feedback, and and I mentioned Barbara before. She's actually personally recommended me. Oh, so that's it's been great. fantastic. Oh yeah, amazing. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's huge. It was really big. Congratulations. Thank you. Cool. Okay. Well then girl. I know. <laughs> okay. We have to boss it up here a little bit. Yeah, you're right. And by boss, I don't mean boss. By boss, I mean street girl boss. Yeah. You got to boss this up. Okay. Because Barbara, so Barbara Stanley, for people that don't know, uh, go look her up. Yeah, definitely. First of all, and buy her book called Overcoming Under Earning right now. Um, it's really brilliantly crafted to get you out of the standard nine to five, save money and retire. You like formula and she's a girl's girl. Totally. So she's recommended you. Yes. And do you have a wait list? I do because I have actually, I'll take discovery calls to see if it's a good fit during the week sometimes, but I only do Saturdays and Sundays and when I don't have my son. But I'm getting to a place where it's starting to grow so much that I can see, okay, the viability of where this could go long term. Hopefully no one is listening to me at my old <laughs> They're not going to find us. We're in a punk right, alley exactly. in Brooklyn and the radio station's <laughs> called K-Piss. My mom's going to listen. They're though. not going to. Yeah. Last week we did really well on Mixcloud, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. We moved up. We moved up in rank. We, we got to be number 12 on Mixcloud. Oh, wow. That's a new place where you can go to find a ton of podcasts. Oh, great. Yeah. You know, and one thing I want to, like, you really hit on an important insight. I love insights. Like, around the fact of like maybe oversharing could also mean oversharing my time, right? You're kind of honing it yeah. in. Yeah, that's really. Yeah, like you, I mean, boundaries aren't fun. No, they're not. But it keeps people in line. Yeah. And you know people want to be kept in line, right? Even though they might not know that they want to be kept in line, uh-huh. people don't want to think that much. Yeah. You know, I... <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, tell me what I need to do yeah. and I'll do it. Yeah. Like, I'll deliver that for you. So tell me, tell me, Victoria, yes. what do I need to pay you? And when do I need to be available when you are? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what's the rule? And if you say no, like, what's the worst that could happen if you say, no, I'm not available at seven one night? No, nothing. I mean, I've, now that I'm starting to see like, okay, well, we'll book some other time and, and just really trusting that more is coming than that was if if it was the case then i really yeah. would want to work with someone who can't be that right flexible right you by the way 
Because we canceled. I had to cancel the last oh, yeah. time. <laughs> That's true. And I was, I sort of make those calls like, okay, what's going to happen here? You know, like, am I going to get whipped? You know, and I, but I, but that was a lovely conversation that we had, right? Yeah. It was a Democratic convention. I, that totally trumps yeah, me. <laughs> yeah. It was a Republican, oh, which was hel- oh, even Republican, funnier yeah. for Cape has to be broadcasting live. <laughs> and by the way, I made that. So what happened was for the listeners. So I have this show and I do it every um, other Tuesday from 7 to 8 p.m. live. And then it's recorded and released into the universe. And we're an international sensation all over the world. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the two times ago, two shows ago, we had a, another show at KPIS was broadcasting live from the Republican convention. And I found out about it and I actually canceled my show. Yeah. Cause I said, if you were, if there's somebody there, you have to put that live. Course, you have to keep yeah. that going. Like that's hilarious. The guy was, you know, obviously a, a far liberal and was at the Republican convention, which <laughs> you mean, you just can't beat it. Yeah. But what did we do? Like we, how did you feel when that happened? Well, I totally understood. Oh, that, okay. I get it. Right. <laughs> right. I, yeah. Because I'm, it, it, I knew that it would eventually work out. Like I knew that you had other openings and like we would, we'd, we'd work it out. Yeah. I mean, what's good going to be good to like, just make you feel miserable about it. Like it made total sense. And had you ever met me? No, I never met you. And did you, you wanted to be on the show too. So this was a desire, right? And you were, you're, you were very prepped and your evening, your evening, you had, you, I think you had childcare or something that evening also. Yes. Right. And so that was a big deal for you to move. Actually, now I'm really upset. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Just kidding. Fair enough. But but how did that feel in the moment when it canceled? Like why was re, why was it okay? You know, I just it's I like that's a really good question. I think it just it didn't take it personally. I'm like I get it, right? Right? You know, right? It happens all the time. Right? Shit happens. Yeah. Life happens, and yeah, that's, it's, yeah, it's, it's 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 like you knew you were gonna come on the show eventually, and yeah. you knew. That it would all be in perfect timing. That's true. Right? Yeah. It would all be in perfect timing, which of course it is. Yeah. Of course it is. Perfect and elegant. It always is perfect and elegant, even though we don't think... You handled it so gracefully, but I feel like for our lives, most of our lives, we get so disappointed. Yeah. And so attached to certain things. But your clients are... They love you. Yeah. You know, I, and I can totally vibe with that. I can see how that would happen. Oh, thank you. And yeah. so they're not going to, they're going to, a no is okay. Yeah. And it, that's a really, that, that'll probably be one of my daily choices. But like, you know, my daily cho- to believe that no is okay. You know, yeah. like it's, and it, it is. And it's proving to be over and over again. Um, so you just, because I really am in a place where I need to make choices about things. So. Yeah. And you just, tr- you just need to trust that you are operating in your highest good. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that a fact, would you say? Oh, absolutely. Right. It's the flow of it that just, it's just so right. So you don't need to explain yourself for not being available at seven because chances are if you're vibrating on that level way up high Mm -hmm. where you're attracting these clients that want to work with you yeah they're your dolphins right you swim with these people it's the same thing (laughs) yeah 
Um, they're not sharks. No. Right? Oh. They're, they're dolphins. Nah. Well, they, they're not going to be sharks. To, well, no. Let's no. just say they are sharks even, right? Yeah. Let's just say that they're highly successful people because that's who, you know, you're going to be working with Which the I've top of the with, top. Yeah, exactly, of course. Yeah. Um, but those people also are human beings, by the way. <laughs> no, and that's, that's a really, like, just a flat out obvious statement, but it's true. We're all human yeah. beings. Yeah. Yeah, I learned that for real, for real, when I spent four days with Lady Gaga. Oh, wow. Doing a documentary. That's and so cool. she is a human. You know, like, even yeah. the strangest of the strange, she eats dinner, too. She does <laughs> yoga classes. Yeah. She gets cranky. She manages mm. people. The Everyone is just a human being. Yeah. It doesn't matter what their achievements are. And so... Also, with the explaining and the boundaries, like, why would their, why are, why put them above you in any way? Uh, yeah. No, it, 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 it absolutely, because it's, it's almost like um, asking permission. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're not, when it, when it comes to this, you're not. And if they go away, it's okay. There's always a fine line, right? You're super feminine. Yes. Right? So, um, I do, th- I, I'm I'm not as feminine. I, I tend to have a little bit more of a, a rough around the edges sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. so I actually sometimes I'm so good sometimes at saying like, you know, meet me at seven or mm-hmm. just giving the order mm-hmm. sort of that I've tried to soften it up and say like, but intentionally like, do you think it would be okay to meet at seven because I have to teach spinning at six or whatever right. it is. But so you can keep doing that, like keep keep being the woman, the girl, yeah. the female, yeah. the female yeah. that you are, mm. but just be aware of it because sometimes it works to your advantage. Like I, I think, Victoria, you may not be over explaining as much as you think you are. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Because you don't, you don't, you don't strike me as somebody who like just gets like, it's hard to go glossy eyed when you're talking, you know, like yeah. you're not, you're not babbling. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, because I think also what you're saying is important. It's important. And we're having a conversation. Weird, you're totally, you're not sitting there like some of the dates I've been on recently and just talking and talking and talking and talking and talking. And then I had something to say 10 minutes ago and then I forgot because <laughs> we were on to seven different topics. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Do you think that's possible? I think so. I mean, maybe it's just more of like being hard on myself. Yeah. And oneself, and in in general, but um, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, that's another theme I find with like successful women mm-hmm. is that, mm-hmm. um, you and I'm sure you see this all the time too. It's like, you you. You may not actually be over explaining as much as you think you are. Oh. So just tune into it, you know, and be aware of it and trust that what, whatever you're saying is what needs to be said in that moment, you know, and that's very powerful. Don't judge yourself. Yeah. Well, and I think that's a lot of the judgment versus just, yeah. Yeah. Very highly critical. And I find of myself. Yes. Right. Like maybe sometimes, yeah, the boundary that you're trying to set up can be strict, but you're going to break it every once in a while, right? right? You know, like anybody that has a ton of rules 
all the time is, I mean, that's just setting yourself up for failure. Right. Because they're just going to get broken. Right. So, it's yeah, true. Have you ever been in an incident where you got nervous and started talking a lot? Like, how do you stop yourself from doing that? Or is that just not even inherent to your personality? I'm nervous all the time. Are you? Oh, yeah. Oh, you would never, you could never Yeah. Tell oh, that. thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the reasons I started teaching spinning because you have to talk and oh. breathe. And do, so for, so physically, yeah. I think it's really good for people to get things out of their system. Mm -hmm. um, so not everyone's going to run out and do that. But um, <laughs> breathing. Yeah. Breathing really helps. And um, I think meditation, you know, like really connecting with your body in the morning. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I've, the answer to that question is also that I've given myself permission to, um, be detached mm. from outcome. I like that. Yeah. That's a lot of like what I've been working. It's funny. I often hear myself say things that I tell my clients, right. but I'm trying to, like, well, yeah, we're myself. always the shoemaker, no, exactly, right? Exactly. Yeah, totally. Totally. <laughs> well, that's why I love doing the show because yeah. I'm, I'm not a professional coach. You're, yeah. you know, you're actually, you're actually more of an expert in a lot of things here, right? As a, yeah. as a career, yeah. but I have a, I have a life of experiences right? and I always feel like a conversation sparks other conversations for both of us. Right. right? I'm also researching and trying to learn a lot of things and as, yeah. and, and have gone, have done a lot of experiments on myself and in life just specifically to try to learn certain things. So, when I start to get nervous, I think, okay, what is the worst that's going to happen? Yeah. Like, okay, I'm probably not going to end up homeless. I'm probably not going to get in any physical danger. Yes. I'm probably not going to be broke. I'm probably going to make an ass out of myself. <laughs> that is a fact. Okay. Don't be afraid to make an ass out of yourself. Yeah. I mean, Madison Avenue, that's hard. <laughs> I know. Oh, there's people making asses of themselves all the time. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, my God. But the fact that they don't think that they're not oh, totally is even not. funnier. Oh, yeah, it really is. I said to someone today, I'm like, it's like we're in a, a live Harvard business case study. And they're going to be examining this and be like, what the fuck? Sorry, I should I just not swear on this? <laughs> no, you can totally swear oh, can, on this. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> oh, you know, it's interesting. You were talking about breathing. I read this. So you have a, a future fact that most CEOs smoke because they want to breathe. I mean, oh, how? Wow. Isn't that's that fascinating. fascinating? It's like, well, just they go outside totally. to get them ex extricate themselves. I'm like, well, just just go. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's fascinating. Yeah. I know. I've been out of the like hustle and bustle for about a year. Right. Um, oh, I've been only a year. You feel like, yeah. Well, I, I, I work, I work freelance television. So mm -hmm. sometimes it's like nose to the grind, yeah. but I've called in a life of extraordinary expansion of time recently. Oh, that's really nice. I, yeah. yeah. And, um, so uh, yeah, but as soon as you get back into it and you just see the zombies like walking, you know, yeah. around into work. And I think I get so sad now when I see that people are just living like that and not being you know tuned in plugged plugged in and turned on and but i mean it's changing it is it it's is. changing i think it is and there's a lot of corporations now that are talking about the fact that we have to look at people as human beings which is a real <laughs> like and you know we used to be 
the cogs in the wheel. Yeah. Now we've got everything digitized. Yeah. It's who's left over is just, you know, what's your role and in the human being there. So I think that's going to be a huge discussion coming up of how do you really, we ask so much of people yeah. in their professions. How do you really yeah. deal with that human being? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And not, and, and acknowledge that they are people because we're taught to like, we're taught to yeah. not share. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like we're taught. It's interesting. It's the opposite. It is. <laughs> we're taught to not share. But yeah, that's what I find. That's what I like about your question too and the topic today because, because we're taught to zip up. And yet you're saying if you do that during the day, I'm just kind of, I'm assuming that you don't really do that at work for some reason at your day job. Oh, I'm really talking. Yeah. Oh no, I'm extremely talking. Oh, you are? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh really? People know about my personal life a little bit, like, but I'm not as much like it's more for a lot. It sounds a little callous, but whatever strategic and like what information I'm sharing. Okay. Yeah. Tell us about that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm curious. Well, that always interests me because I, yeah. I find that I, I find that interesting in management because um, my brain works masculinely where I, sh- I feel like I show up to work to work. Right. So it's always interesting to me when management starts talking about personal things. Right. I do it more from a role modeling perspective okay. of, OK, you know, um, and normalizing things for people. I, I can't handle this. I've got to go oh. like get my son. OK, I've had that before. It's OK. You know, you don't have to huh. beat yourself up. So I'm very good with other people. Yeah, that's I know. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then I'm like, oh, but now I have to go to my son. Like, that's why I do and, and even tonight, I'm, um, I'm like, I've never been here before, obviously. And uh, I'm, I leave a half an hour, 45 minutes later than I wanted to. And I'm like, why? Because people are sitting in my office having uh-huh. a great conversation. And I'm like, I just need to end this. And it's the boundaries. It's really like, okay, love it that you guys are here. But I'm also knowing that there's a bonding and building there. Um, I didn't share that I was coming here. Right. But, but, you know, we started sharing information. There's a lot of stories and telling that we do in our days to to get people motivated. It's, it's a really different change in dynamic do they like me do they want to do this will they stay right yeah, you know right so like what would happen if you kicked them out of the office well that was interesting to think about it. i'm like why didn't i just kick them out yeah it was more of an ego thing i think like hey everyone's hanging out in my office how great oh, is this oh interesting <laughs> okay yeah yeah well the ego is oversharing yeah right yeah yeah the ego thinks that it's important everything you're saying oh that's true <laughs> And just being there is right. important. Oh, yeah. Quiet people are so scary. They are scary. <laughs> like, you don't know where they're going to come at you. Like, and you don't know what they're thinking or yeah. what they're doing. Like, you know, <laughs> or like, what's the next move? What do I have to arm myself with? But, but because there's, but there's also like no ego. Yeah. Oftentimes. I mean, those are a little bit different things. But, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the ego wants acknowledgement. Oh, totally. Sometimes. Yeah. And to know that you're, what you're saying is like important. Mm. Right. And my presence was important. Yeah. If you really, if I think about it right now, I was like, okay, they're all in my office. I feel very important right now. So definitely. Ego right. Based, yeah. Right. But somehow you did get here on time. Oh yeah. I'm like, I'm leaving you guys. I finally was like, you need to get out. I'm leaving. And then had, you know, had to get home and, and then get here. So that's good. I, I was a little bit, but I was thinking, I'm like, I'm going to let her down. I'm going to be late. (laughs) Right. So that's what starts happening, right? With the oversharing and the no boundaries. Yeah. Because then there's the next thing. 
But right. somehow you worked it out. I did. By yeah. the way, which may have been super stressful for you. Yeah, I don't want to be that stressed getting out. Getting here, right. Oh, totally. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I know that's no fun. No, it's no fun. And it's just you feel it in your whole system. Like, this is not how I want to feel right now. If I just, I got to find, like, not find 15 more minutes, but just take back that 15 yeah. minutes that I, I just give away. Well, it's your, right. It's, yeah, it's your 15, 15 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Right. That's not their 15 minutes. It's your 15 minutes. So own, own it. This is like back to like being the, being the boss lady. Oh, it's, you know, it's yeah. like, it's your 15 minutes. You're not giving it to them. And it was never theirs, but you offered it. So you put yourself in a compromised position, right? We're talking about something very small, obviously, but, right, but still. you were like, here, take the 15 minutes, take my 15 minutes uh-huh. and I'll figure out how to make my life work mm-hmm. because I still need that 15 minutes somehow. So somehow you condensed yeah. all of this time in getting here. But it's not small because even with working with clients, I always go over. Right. Always. Right. And they love it. Like who, you know, who wouldn't love getting more time? But I'm like, all right, now I'm backed up for the next sessions and you know it, it is real it is something those boundaries that I need to work on yeah 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 and it goes back to ego is it too loud no no I just had to oh my just. gosh it's 752 <laughs> you're so fun to talk to <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, like that. I can't believe that we already got to this point yeah. um do you feel like you learned something oh totally and and that's why I am a, I love talking. <laughs> right, 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 right. But you, you're also a really good listener. I want to point that out. Oh, thank you. Like, your overshare is not, like, what I would imagine, like, some, like, Alec Baldwin, you know, like, <laughs> comedy to be. I don't know why it just popped in my head, but no, I, can, I, actually I like think that I like him a lot, yeah. Right? <laughs> well, you, you, want, you want to listen to Alec Baldwin yeah, totally. talk and overshare. Yeah. But, um, you know... Don't be so hard on yourself, too. I, yeah. I just I also want to make sure that you because I feel that you present yourself very. Um, uh, what's the right word? Like um, generously. Yeah. You present yourself generously. And oh, so. Thank you. So I, I also wonder, like, if you're not even oversharing that much, because that's the other side of this. Right. Like, I know I don't mean to confuse the problem for you. No, I'm not confused. But yeah. But be, but but because. It's still, it goes back to the same portal where it's, um, it's still, it's still about self-confidence and self-care. Right. And the, and the over, the generosity is actually part of who I am. Yeah, I can so sense that. So why, why make myself wrong for it? Right. Yeah. Right. I'm going to give this card back if to people- my <laughs> husband. <laughs> you tell him Levine Intervention said, you can, you can take, take this, this back, buddy. <laughs> Well, I do a segment to end my show, and I wanted to know if maybe your son wanted to participate. Do you think he would? I don't know. You can ask him. It's. Are you listening at all? You want to participate? You sure? Yes. You, want, you don't even want to say hi? No. Okay. <laughs> Into this cool microphone? Yeah, this cool red microphone. And we can hear you? That's fine. Okay. Um, I end the show um, doing a segment that is called What Made You Happy Today? Oh. And I do this segment because I think it's important to acknowledge mm-hmm. the little things that happen to us all day long because so many things just fly by us. And sometimes we don't just take a break and say, oh, yeah, yeah. something made me happy today. So I will ask you, Victoria, what made you happy today? Like being here. Aww. Like, no, seriously, like I just 
I'm just so proud of myself. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I got here. I'm like on the radio. You know, I said I want to do this. It happened. Like things are just moving forward. Yeah. And it yes. fits. You went from Madison Avenue <laughs> to Bushwick, Brooklyn, <laughs> in Punk Alley. Al- I'm in a back alley someplace. <laughs> like, we were like, you're like, Trace, I like to go to some drink. I'm like, you're not going out. You're like, no, you're not going outside. <laughs> we're behind, like, bulletproof glass. <laughs> oh, my God, really? No. No, okay. No, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it's not that dangerous. It's just really funny. I love it here because okay. it's just got so much character, and I totally believe in Sherry, who's building the station. Oh, it's yeah. a female-owned business, and she's rocking it. And there's, like, 70 cool shows on on the air here and um that's so cool and it's great but the location is although i've she i've recently learned i'm the only one that comes from the outside everyone else lives in bushwick oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) so congratulations that is a huge feat thank you a huge huge feat and um i'm happy that you wanted to come oh i'm excited and that you got to do here and you can always come back again i'd love that with another question i would love that um or send me people that would be really helpful oh absolutely thank you oh yeah i've got clients yeah. i can think of right yeah. now yeah thank you because we like to have fun yeah okay now you ask me okay so what was the question again what made me happy today what made you happy what made you happy today? what made me happy today was that i uh, there's like not a lot of people in new york right now it's like summer break oh, and yeah. everyone is away it's so weird um, but beautiful. Mm-hmm. And um, I had a really slow day today. I taught uh, a spin class in the morning, spin class in the afternoon. The only thing I did this afternoon was bike to Little Italy. Oh, wow. And pick out cheeses <laughs> to bring to my dad's. That, that sounds awesome. I mean, I did a lot of other things, but that was my favorite. It was, there was nobody in the store that I always go to and I got to taste this really soft ricotta <laughs> and I'm bringing like this truffle burrata oh. Oh, wow. to him. Um, and I then went across the street to the bagel store and picked out cream cheeses oh, nice. to bring and I'm bringing a beet horseradish cheese and a blueberry cheese. So it's like dairy heaven. Oh, that's awesome. I love <laughs> dairy. Really yeah. yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> Well, thank you, Victoria, for coming on. Thank you so much. Do you want to plug anything else? Sure. Um, I'm going to be doing my first free um, telephone call in um, September. Uh, It's September 19th. And um, check me out at LoneLife.com. There's a lot of activities coming up. In fact, I'm going to be speaking at the National Institute of Mental Health on the stress um, in the workforce. Of course you are. (laughs) Okay. Where is that and how can people get to that? It's going to be in Albany. Um, I'm on a panel, um, but I'll have it on my site for more information. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. And then come to Facebook and and like me. Yeah. What do you, where do they find you? How do they get to you? What's that deal? Loam Life. It's L-O-A-M-L-I-F-E. Find me at Facebook. um, And I'm also on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn and I'm also on Instagram and Instagram has just been fantastic. So. Is it all Loam Life? Loam Life. You'll L-O-A-M-L-I-F-E. find me. Yeah. And like, how much do you cost? Um, well, it, it depends. Right. So because it's highly personalized, but I have tiered packages. Some people want to get straight into the problem. Some people want to work further along so or longer term. So it's really like, let's get on a discovery call and determine like what's really good for you. Discovery call. I love that. Yeah. Well, I learned a lot today too. Thank you. Thank you very much, Victoria. Oh. This has been Levine Intervention on kpiss.fm. If you guys have questions or comments, you can write me at Levine Intervention 
at gmail.com. I also have an Instagram called Levine Intervention, and I'm starting a Facebook page. Uh, I'm just getting up and running with my marketing and all of that. But um, here's a little ditty to take us out. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and have an awesome, awesome night.